Remember back in the 80s and the 90s when Christmas shopping was like a big thing? Nowadays, everything's online. You don't have to go anywhere and fight people. Uh, those awesome videos of Black Friday, uh, I always laugh at. It's supposed to be the season of giving and everybody's just giving each other shit. But then there are certain seasons that come out where maybe a certain toy may be all the rage and it's immediately sold out. If you go back track records on some of these, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cabbage Patch Kids, that weird thing Furby, or the vibrator they named Tickle Me Elmo. But none of them, none of them hold a candle to the great Turbo Man. That's right, today's 1996's Jingle All The Way. Can't wait until Christmas? This year you don't have to. I'm trying to find a Jello Man doll. Me too, me too. This is war. Get ready to jingle. Howard, is there something bothering you? Because this time of year, there's a very high incidence of stress-related breakdown. Ah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. Jingle all the way. Rated PG. By 1996, Arnold had pretty much done everything. He, he was a barbarian. He was a terminator. He was a, a cop disguising himself as a kindergarten teacher. He was also pregnant. So it was only natural for him to do a Christmas movie. There's really not much to say about this. I'm pretty sure we've all seen this movie one time or another. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown just in case you need a refresher. Jingle All The Way is about a overworked father who is given the task of buying the year's hottest toy, Turbo Man. But he didn't get it because obviously, like I said, he's overworked. So the whole movie is based around him seeking out this toy for his son who is always disappointed in him. That's pretty much the whole gist of the movie but I'm gonna twist it around just a little bit because there are a few things in this that just really they really irk me they really they really make me upset I shouldn't get upset at these things because I'm, I'm old already and and you know it's probably immature for me to even say that but like Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer I will shit on it but I'm still going to make it a tradition to watch it every single season. But let's be real here. There's a lot of blurry lines in this whole movie. Because it's pretty much making the dad, the hardworking man that Howard Langston is, it makes him look like garbage. This film is basically a 90 minute guilt trip. And you're asking, why? Because everybody in this whole movie is made to look out like a sympathetic figure except for Arnold. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of reasons why. And, and you know what? Let's just, uh, let's just start with the wife. I, I couldn't wait to, to tell you guys about this. Because every time I watch this movie, every single year, I ask, why? Why does she have this man go out and seek out a toy when she doesn't do shit all day. Now I'm not saying anything bad about mothers who stay at home. But I would assume that she's got a lot of time on her hands to go get the damn toy herself. 
why make this dude go out when he's obviously super overworked? You know, you see him and, and he, you know, at, at the party at the beginning, there's a Christmas party. She calls him to let him know, like, hey, you know, your son's having a uh, some sort of karate thing. You need to come down here. And Arnold is desperately trying to get out of it. Everybody else is partying and he's actually working. So we're seeing the type of dedication this man has to providing for his family. But yet she still says, well, why aren't you here? Well, let's take a guess. You live in a nice neighborhood. You have a nice house. You are afforded the opportunity to not have to work. But yet you still pile shit on this man to go pick up a damn toy that you could have done this for months. You didn't do shit. You didn't do nothing. I'll tell you what else she didn't do. She didn't make a good damn breakfast. Now, I, I know that mothers that stay home shouldn't be waiting hand and foot, but come on here. Jamie, their son, was pouring his own damn cereal. And then, then to think that she slaved over a whole grapefruit and cut it in half and, and, and put toast in the toaster for Howard. What the hell kind of breakfast is this woman serving? Like, like I said, I, I, this may seem like the worst one-sided argument in the world, but seriously, let's look at Arnold's character, too. He's literally working nonstop. And for her to just sit there and constantly shit on him and shit on him, yeah, I get it. He's not around as much. But it's not like he's not around because of what? Oh, he's being a deadbeat. Or he's being an asshole. No, none of that stuff. He's actually not being around because he's trying to make sure that his family has everything that they want. Which obviously, she's not even doing nothing of her part. Come on, really? She fucking, she broke a sweat making cookies? Really? Really? Is the oven that hot that she has to break a sweat? And then let's take a stab. Let's take a little a detour on the fact that She's basically leading on their neighbor the whole movie. She could have easily said, hey, don't come in my house uninvited. Hey, I'm not too comfortable with you being in here while I'm taking a shower. Could you please take your fat kid and leave? No, that didn't happen. She was like, oh, okay, yeah, Ted. Oh, yeah, Ted. Ted's played by fucking Phil Hartman, which is he's great in everything. Rest in peace to that man. But come on. Like, the dude's in the house, he's making moves on her, she's pretty much entertaining him and, and his and his game. But yet, at the end, she hits him with eggnog and says, no, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to do any of this. You fucking let him on the whole movie, and now you're going to go, for, you, now you're just going to backtrack it? No, that, that's just wrong. She shouldn't be doing that, she shouldn't put herself... In those type of situations. And then the fact that she throws it in Arnold's face. And asks. Well hey you know what you're never here. Howard you're a piece of shit. You've been trying all day long to get your son this toy. And you know what. I want Ted to take me to the parade. Straight bullshit. Then we get to the post credit scene at the end. At the end. Howard finally gets to put the star on top of the thing. After you know saving the day. And for what. For her to say, hey, what the hell did you get me for Christmas? Selfish. What? I can't even fathom how horrible of a person she really is. Jesus. Like, you give this man the whole movie, she's giving him a guilt trip. 
And yeah, I get it. He lied. He didn't get. The, he didn't go and get the toy, but he had every reason to lie. He had every reason out there. He said, "Hey, look, you know, I'm making all this money so you guys can live comfortably. I'm li- I'm making all this money so you can have like three ovens to make your fucking shitty cookies, or I'm having all this money so our son can have all these expensive Marvel bed sets." Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. She just shits on him the whole movie and then asks for more. And speaking of their son, Jamie, how much of a brat is this kid? Yeah, I I get it. You're not supposed to make fun of kids. Oh, he's just being, you know, he's the the sympathetic figure of every of the whole movie because, oh, I miss my dad. Oh, I wish my dad was here. Oh, you know, he gave him a hard time because he didn't make the, the karate recital or whatever the hell it is. And then the moment Arnold's like, well, hey, I can buy you something. His tone quickly changes. And now, oh, I love you, dad. Oh, I want all these toys. Oh, well, you know what? This is just great. I know you're going to make it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that junk. Jamie, uh, he really irks at me a lot because this kid has to be about as dumb as a bag of rocks. How could you have not told that your dad was Turbo Man? How could you have not seen that? He's the only person with a heavy Austrian accent in that whole city. And you of all people didn't recognize his voice and his three foot gap. You know, the ones that's right in the middle of his teeth. You, you, you didn't, you, you didn't put piece any of that together when he pointed at you or when he gave you the, the whole turbo man doll to put in your backpack. You guys met eye to eye. And is he blind? Is this kid blind? Because the whole movie is being a brat, but yet, you see your dad and you didn't recognize him? Maybe. Maybe I maybe I throw him just a little bit of a bone and say, well, hey, I don't get to see my dad much. Maybe I didn't recognize him. No, bullshit. You saw this dude right in front of your face and you're like, he knows my name. How does he know my name? Jamie, you are full of shit. Just he, this kid and the mom. How could she have not known that... Turbo Man was her husband. They were literally two feet away from him. Four eyeballs, two sets of eyes, and nobody could have told. Neither one of his family members were like, well, hey, wow, I didn't know that was you the whole time when he really doesn't even have a mask. It's a it's a orange or like some sort of yellow visor over him that's clear and see-through. And and you couldn't have told? Really? Really, that shows how much you pay attention to your husband as much as you want your husband to pay attention to you and your son. Because obviously when she was mad, she and, I, and the reason that's the reason I said her son, because she made it a point to say in front of Ted and Arnold, oh, I want to take my son to the thing. Come on. This wife, she needs to go. She needs to go somewhere. She needs to go with Ted somewhere because obviously they were playing house the whole movie. The whole movie, these two were playing house. But yet, like I said earlier, she just wants to backtrack the moment he, he makes the move. And he's like, wait, you know, if you look at on his face, he's like, wait a minute. I thought I thought that's what you wanted, you know, but no. And Ted's a fucking creep anyway. He was just over there banging around all the single moms that are around the place. Or maybe they were single. Maybe they were not. Ted's character just irked at me too much because he was just too perfect but he also had a dark side to him because when he burned his finger trying to 
to you try to pick up one of those cookies and he yells at the kids you know this dude put it on the front the whole entire time now before i make myself look even more insensitive to this whole thing let's backtrack a little bit let's rewind this and get back to arnold's heavy austrian accent it, you know is there anything wrong with it no it's his trademark we all love to quote arnold for anything but i have this theory that in arnold's universe of movies the characters in there don't hear the accent only the viewers because how the hell is anyone understanding that whatever he says in any movie i've seen him play movies where he's a spy and he's trying to remain secretive as as any spy should but yet nobody catches it oh you know there's like eight thousand people in this movie that speak english but yet he's got an austrian accent and nobody can pick him out of the whole group like i said is there anything wrong with his accent no is there anything that he needs to do no nothing at all they like it's not discriminating against this man for his heavy austrian accent it's just the amount of believability in a lot of his roles now i, I like i said I, i'm i'm a i'm a huge arnold fan i love all of his movies well except for junior where he was pregnant that was just really weird to look at and yeah but anyways i, I i've watched a lot of his bad movies i've watched a lot of his good movies and i've come to that conclusion to where maybe the characters in there don't hear the accent maybe that's how you know jamie and arnold's wife in the movie didn't recognize him at first because maybe they didn't hear jamie oh that was such a horrible horrible like attempt at arnold but you get you get what i'm trying to say like maybe when they heard it they heard a perfectly you know perfect sounding english instead of this monstrosity where he sounds like he's got marbles in his mouth now that's just my theory. Now there are other actors in this movie other than the ones that I've mentioned previously in my whole rambling. And one of them is Sinbad. I love Sinbad and everything. Sinbad plays Myron who is a mailman that is trying to get a turbo doll for his kid. And everything he does is hilarious to me. I may be Sinbad's only fan according to my friends because I think he's hilarious. Anything that he does, his, his timing is perfect. His, he just does everything great. Now, a lot of my friends are always laughing at me and they're like, oh, you're Sinbad's only fan. Uh, why are you the only person that I know that likes Sinbad? Well, you know what? Who gives a shit? Now, this may contradict it, but sometimes you don't have to curse to be funny. And all of Sinbad's acts, all of his stand-ups, he's never said a one bad word. It's like Rodney Dangerfield. These two men, to me, are legends, and you're probably thinking, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute, why are you mentioning Rodney Dangerfield and Sinbad in the same sentence? They're not in the same realm. Well, you guess what? I find different people funny, and I think that these two guys were great. They didn't have to say a bad word. They're not like me. They don't have to curse to be funny. But Sinbad in this is just straight hilarious. Uh, I don't care what people say. I love the scene where, where he... Uh, threatens everybody with that package bomb i like when he's telling everybody about his ex-wife who slept with everyone at the mail office where he works except for him the dude is just completely great now we do have some cameos that kind of date themselves just a bit 
James Belushi, who doesn't do anything anymore, is one of the shitty Santa Clauses that sells Arnold, a Spanish turbo man that's broken. And then we get a cameo from The Big Show, who was previously in WWE and now in AEW Wrestling. Um, he is the bigger Santa Claus. And then there's an uncredited uh, Santa Claus in there, and that is Vern Troyer, who you, we all know as, as Mini-Me. He's that small Santa that gets punched and flies halfway across the screen. Um, these, like I said, they're dated cameos. They like if you look at them now, you're like, oh, you know, if you show your kids now this movie, they're gonna be like, who's that? Well, who's this? Well, who's that person? That's pretty much where those stay. Now there are, you know, some gags here and there involving the police officer. And somehow he was able to pull out a gun with his hands completely wrapped. Like, how was he able to pull the trigger? <laughs> but Arnold has been making this man's life a living hell. I completely despise the two guys that were laughing at him and made the whole store laugh at Arnold and Myron when he said, hey, this guy wants to, uh, he wants a turbo man. And the dude had nostrils about his si the size of basketballs. It, you know, just those two guys just got on my nerves. I do feel bad for Arnold's character in this whole movie because he's really trying. He's really trying to get his son what he wanted for Christmas, this little fucking brat. He he wanted to, he went through great lengths to get everything that this kid wanted. And at the end, he saves the day, he turns into Turbo Man. Oh, before I forget, my favorite cameo in this whole movie is Curtis Armstrong. Uh, he was Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. He plays Booster in this movie, who is Turbo Man's sidekick. He's some sort of pink wolf with a, a golden banana hammock. And that's about as much as a, of a description that I could really get. I, I find this part hilarious when, you know, he assumes that Arnold's character is supposed to be the actual Turbo Man in the costume. And he tells him, you know, I, God, finally you're here. I've been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant. Uh... I, I just love that scene. But these cameos, like I said, they date themselves. And by that, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm probably going to repeat myself, but if you show your kids any of this, they're not going to know who any of these people are at all. N not, not even close. And one thing that is going to be another not even close for me is the fact that I didn't watch Jingle all the way to. I'm not even going to take a chance on Larry the Cable Guy. I may think he's funny in some things, but that get-her-done shit wore off fast. And he, it, I just couldn't stand it anymore. And when I saw that it was he was in a jingle all the way, too, I was like, oh, God, you know, I'm not even going to attempt to watch this. It's kind of like when they made Kindergarten Cop 2 with Bill Bellamy and fucking Dolph Lundgren. I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. Like, why bring out Arnold's classics? And yeah, Kindergarten Cop is a classic. There should be no reason why they remake that. There should be no reason why they remake any of Arnold's movies. Look how bad all the Terminators have become. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Salvation was basically the best sequel that Terminator has ever had. But this isn't about Terminator. This is about my gripes with Jingle All The Way. Is it a classic? Of course. Should you watch it every year? You're damn right. There's nothing wrong with this movie. Well, I can't say there's nothing wrong with this movie when I pretty much complained about it this whole time. But it's something that 
I feel like everybody should watch. It's like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Like, you know that everybody's an asshole. But yet, there's nothing that you can do because every year you want to watch it. And that's what Jingle All the Way is. I believe that this movie is free on YouTube. I haven't seen it on any other uh, streaming sites other than the ones that you have to pay for, such as Vudu. But you should definitely go out and seek this movie. And if you listen to this before you watch the movie, maybe for the first time this season or maybe the second time or the third time, I want you to, to pay attention to some of the things that I said. Look at this movie through a different view and think, is Arnold the bad guy in this or is it everybody who is pushing him to his wits end to try to just get a fucking toy? Yeah, I'm just getting frustrated with the wife here. Because, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm not going to keep beating this dead horse. Also, be on the lookout for Funko's. Uh, it's not a pop, but Funko has created a scale Turbo Man doll at Walmart. Now, it's a little hard to come by, but it's somewhere out there in the wild. I don't know too much if you can buy it online yet. And if you can, go and seek it out. It looks exactly like the one that you see in the movie. So... As usual, you can catch me on my Instagram, which will be linked in the show's description. I'm also going to link the free version of this movie. So maybe if you're listening to it on your phone and you kind of want to watch the movie right afterwards, go ahead. By all means, go ahead and look at this through a different set of eyes this time, through a different perspective. And maybe you agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, go ahead and send me a message. Uh, you know, send me a DM or I'm, I'm even going to put my email in the show notes so you guys can talk trash to me and tell me how insensitive I am towards stay-at-home moms, which I'm really not. This one just fucking, you know, makes me mad. I, I shouldn't even get so mad about this. And don't forget, you're my number one customer. It's time to get moving, it's time to break free. It's turbo time. It's time to get moving, it's time to talk free.